Well, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Extra Features podcast. No numbers this time, as we are doing our top 10 or bottom 10 least favorite films of 2023. Uh, I will just make a caveat here. I, I don't like picking on movies. Uh, so my bottom 10 are basically things that have the budget that can afford a uh, uh, mediocre white guy on the internet saying it was bad. So it, basically big studios, that that's where my list comes from. But anyway, I am Douglas Hainer, and I am here with the founder and creator of Extra Features, Simon Watson. Well, I do have some good news for our listeners. I finally figured out how to reduce all our video files, so check us out on YouTube. And they are going up, and they will be up about 10 this week, and then for the next few weeks, there should be more up there. And I'll have me and Doug up there finally, and we'll have our top 10 list, so... Please like and subscribe at YouTube. Give us an iTunes review and also a Spotify review. And please, we are doing it. We need lots more because I know you're listening. Thank you. All right. So, Doug, before we start, I've already started my top 10 list for this year. Because I've seen two films already that are on my list, and there's a (laughs) third one on its way. Okay. Because I think this is just an awful month to watch films this January February. Anything comes out, just go right in the trash. Well, yeah, I, I've been spending this month catching up on uh, uh, the movies at the end of last year that I didn't get to see. Like, well, I, I, did. I, I just saw American Fiction. I just so saw I. Zone of Interest. So, how did you movies. go to the theater to see Zone of Interest? Yes, yes, I did. Because I'm still waiting for the VOD copy to come out so I can go pay for it. Okay, it's a twenty four is producing it, so. I'm not sure how they are with VOD. I'm waiting, guys. Take my money. Okay. Or maybe don't. I just just saying. <laughs> I want to see it. So. Okay. Fair enough. So, and I had one more caveat uh, to thing. Just going. Sometimes, I this month you're saying I just finished Trolls three last night. Didn't make my list, but oh my god, that was rough. <laughs> But I'm at the point now, I'm like, what do I watch? I've pretty much watched everything I wanted to watch. I mean, because I'm working so much and going to the gym again, like five days a week, I find I don't have time for films. Mm -hmm. So last year was probably the most I've had left over. I mean, two years ago, I still have the Whitney Houston doc. I've not watched the Whitney Houston movie. I still have not watched. I still have mean ones from a couple years ago. Mean one, the Grinch movie I've never seen. So you're telling me I should be okay. focusing on that list? Yeah, just focus on just focus on things you want to watch. That's what I would say. So I should be watching movies like Night Swim and Miller's uh, <laughs> Girl and Argyle. What else? Mean Girls if, the if musical. Beekeeper. Beekeeper's on the list for next episode. People, don't worry. That yes. made me do it. He threatened yes. to give you some honey. Otherwise. It's Jason Statham. Of course, he's got to be on the list. Okay, let's go, Doug. Who's <laughs> kicking off? Me or you? I don't All right. care. I, I'll I'll start off then. All right. So my number ten least favorite movie. Unfortunately, I had to go with this one. Uh, I apologize to uh, the late Billy Friedkin, but it was the Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Oh wow! Uh, 
Yeah, I just I did not like it, and that final scene just put it over the top for me. That unfortunately, Friedkin's last movie is not one that I would uh, go back to. What I find kind of funny, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think I watch about three to one movies on you a year of new releases. Probably, yeah. So, um, that didn't even make my top 20 of worst movies. Really? Okay. Because it was just bland to me. It wasn't bad, just bland. I get it. I did have the Hainer Christmas special three because they didn't have a cookie scene. Okay. In it, so Fair. but I, I took it off because I figured Owen might be mad at me because Marcel the <laughs> Shell still should be on his not on any top ten list. So just <laughs> want him to know that. Okay. Uh, my number ten was a number one hit, and probably I think it's number two or three at the box office this year. It's Super Mario Brothers. What a fucking waste of my time! Absolute annoyed me. To the point, I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Can somebody just turn this off? <laughs> Absolute garbage. I understand people loved it. I don't get it. It was terribly boring. Predictable. Yeah, I, uh, Should have been better. I, I fortunately did did uh, miss out on that one. Uh, oh, my kid, my, you my youngest, my youngest went with his friends to go see it. So. Lucky you. So I, I was lucky to miss out on that one. Maybe you should have a grandson so in a couple of years so you could not miss these movies. That's okay. I'm not ready for a grandson yet. Four or one. I don't, I don't think Owen is. Okay, a dog, yes. I, I will so accept a dog. You can take him to the movies. Dog and Doug at the movies. Yes, we'll do that. Good. <laughs> That's fine. But you have to see Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Well, we'll see about that then. Uh, all right. Uh, my number nine was a movie that was put on the shelf for a couple years, and I think it should have stayed there. It is a hidden strike starring Jackie Chan and John Cena. Uh, I'm sure I been, saw it. I do not remember anything about this film, but I know I saw it. Yeah, it went direct to Netflix. Uh, oh, I, God. Yes. The one that's yeah. driving down the road, and it was terribly looked awful. Yeah. I mean, I love Jackie Chan. I this is not again like William Friedkin. This is not one I will be going back to. I'll go back to classic Jackie Chan. This this one was not it. And John Cena, if he's not playing Peacemaker, he's not entertaining me. Okay, um, this is a film that was dropped on Netflix. It took me probably three weeks to finish. The Maestro. No, kidding. No, no, that took me about <laughs> a week. But no, it should be on that one. Starring Reese Witherspoon and that great master thespian from that 70s show whose name I've forgotten because Kelso from this, I can't remember his name. Who cares? Your Place or Mine. Wow, what I forgot that movie even existed. Terrible, bland comedies. I'm like, why is this still on? Is this going <laughs> to do... We, we know you're going to fall in love. I got that 10 minutes into the movie. But two hours of this? It was I that long, take, that movie? I think it's like an hour 45. It felt like 10 days. I can and, only and watch I it, it in Ash 50... Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Was I, he's got to get a thespian. I'm surprised he has never won the Michael Caine Award on my show. <laughs> the actor doesn't want He is just awful at everything he does. 
But he doesn't make enough awful movies to make the Michael Caine award. Fair. Maybe one of these years he'll do two, then that's all you need. <laughs> all right, well, I, I guess we'll go to my number eight, which I, I've already shouted out the lead actor in this movie already. Uh, it's Jason Statham. And unfortunately, my number eight goes Thank to two. Expendables 4. No. Oh. Meg, Meg 2 I loved. Expendables 4 I did not. Uh, unfortunately, it, it was very forgettable. The The blood was all CGI. It just – it wasn't as fun as the others. Maybe it was the fact that Stallone had a smaller part in this one than the others. He also didn't write it or really have any say in the movie at all. But I usually love Jason Statham. This one just just was kind of boring to me. It didn't it didn't work for me. Well, I noticed I was excited about my number eight pick when it came out. I thought I had a good twenty minutes at the start. Really into it. Well, I'm freaking civilian. Ben Affleck's in it. I'm like, hey, Ben Affleck's hit and miss. I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, Robert Rodriguez directed it. I'm like, all right. After 20 minutes, and this thing just went right in the crapper. Just a straight crapper shot. I got to the end of this going, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why did you change the premise off the beginning? I was into it. And then some weird hypnotic thing all the time, like, I, I don't know what you guys are doing. You guys ruined this film. It's so dumb now. I can't watch this anymore. So Hypnotic's my number eight, and I'm pissed. I love Rod Rodriguez, and this is absolute garbage. All right. I have not seen that one, so I, I'm probably going to avoid it. First 20 minutes, turn it off. Just cheat it as a short film okay. and watch the opening bank heist, and then stop. Literally, okay. as soon as he – I'm going to ruin it for you. William freaking doesn't get caught in the first 20 minutes. Okay. He takes off and stop the film. Do not watch anymore and you'll be happy. <laughs> Never worry about how it ends because I could tell you right now, you will not be happy. <laughs> um, my number seven, uh, this might surprise some people. Uh, it is Blue Beetle. Uh, I really did not like this movie. I, I oh, did not so like how – the main character stressed so hard, I don't kill. I don't kill. 95% or more of all the bad guys in this movie get killed. Uh, yep. Be it from his family members or Grandma. the head bad guy blowing up the island at the end. All the bad guys die for a hero who says he doesn't kill. I just did not like this film. Come on, it wasn't that bad. It's supposed see this was supposed to go directly to HBO and it should have. And I don't think it would have made yeah. anybody's list because we expect it to be crap. Mm -hmm. Now talk about should have been nominated for the Paycheck Award. Susan Sarandon is a villain. Yes, that was. Yeah, she I, I don't know why she's in it. Uh this movie actually had a lot of actors that I like in it. Uh, Harvey Guillen, who was in it, was, uh, had a small role. I like him. He's funny. He, he, he had a nothing role in this movie. Hey, I love the Blue Beetle guy from Karate Kid. The new one, I don't care. Okay. You know, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. he, I love him. Miguel, yes. he's great in Cobra Kai. I don't know. 
my number seven film, I don't know why this man just keeps doing paycheck movies, but it stars Liam Neeson. Uh, oh, my God. I should actually take notes of these things before I come because usually Doug does all that. Ed Begley <laughs> Jr. And the film's called The Retribution. Okay. I don't think anybody saw this but me. It is He drives around in his car all the time, and he's got a bomb in his car so he can't escape, or he's going to get blown up. (laughs) Okay. And that's the whole film. Wow. Literally the whole film. And, of course, there's a different ending because they think he's the bad guy. Of course, I I was just about to ask if it was any good, but it made your list, so I'm guessing it's not. (laughs) It is so dumb. The special effects look crappy. It's just... Not, I don't know how to tell the people. It's him <laughs> in the car on the phone, the whole movie. It's basically that lock movie with um, Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. but the bad version of that. Okay. With uninteresting <laughs> dialogue, and you just want Liam Kid, Liam Neeson and his kids to all blow up simultaneously halfway through. Okay. Because you're like, how is this thing making an hour and a half? <laughs> well, damn. All right. Um, what are we at? Number six. My number six movie is Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It also was not that good. Uh, what I liked about the first movie, I, I liked Zach Levi. I thought he was very good at being a young soul in an adult's body. In this movie, he really felt like he was forcing that. Uh, I, I just, he felt too cocky to me. Uh, not Captain Marvel, not Shazam. Zach Levi felt cocky to me. And I don't know. I, I did not like it. Uh, Helen Mirren, I, I am so shocked that she was in this movie. Come on, that's a paycheck Uh, award too. She's on the list for the paycheck award. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to her. But, uh, wow. I, I did not like Shazam. Somebody beats oh, yeah? Helen Mirren and Susan Sarandon this year for the Michael Caine Award for I Did It for the Money. Okay. But that's at the end of the show. You got to wait. Okay. I will wait. Um, number six was a film that Doug's got to avoid again because he doesn't have grandchildren. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> I did I, see that one. I actually saw oh, that one. God. Why do they keep making these? I don't know. I I didn't hate this one. I saw, oh. I saw it streaming. So I got to the point again when I get halfway through a movie, and I'm just, why is this movie still on? And I literally will zone, pick up my phone and start playing on because I'm so bored. <laughs> and the movie is still playing. I just like, can we get to the end? I don't care. I thought the voice acting was terrible. The look of the film was decent, but I, I just I get bored to the <laughs> point. I'm like, I don't care. Kill them all. Right now. Just Megatron, somebody just blow just a big nether stupid mess. These movies need to stop. They can give me more Bumblebee movies. I like that one. Yes, Bumblebee was that a John Cena movie that was decent. Yes. Yeah, because of Haley Atwell. Mm-hmm. No, wrong one. Haley Steinfeld. Yes, Haley Steinfeld, you are correct. I see I should make notes occasionally. All right. Uh, my number five, I think, was destined to be at number five. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. This oh, was- my God. Am I the <laughs> only one that somewhat liked this film? 
it, it's possible. It's uh, not good. No, no, don't no. get me wrong. Not good. <laughs> but I see potential maybe in the sequel. I'll take your word on that one. This one, yeah, it just uh, it it was very beginner's horror. It, it, yes, it it pulled its punches. It, it didn't go for the jugular, and if you couldn't guess the twist as to who the killer was, uh, you were probably a tween who hasn't seen very many movies. Well, it was pretty obvious. There's only what three characters really, and then four. There's four characters. It ain't the little girl. Probably not the sheriff. <laughs> not the guy that's on the night watchman. Hmm. Who's left? <laughs> Let me get back to you. Like, it was pretty easy. But I got to back you up. Every kid that I know around the age of 10 and under or 13, 12 loved this movie. Okay. Thought it was fantastic. I have friends' kids that had a five night. What do you call it? FOMO, or whatever they call it. The five Fear of nights. missing out. Oh no! Five Nights at Freddy has its own thing now. Oh, okay. they loved it. They absolutely loved it. They had a whole cake for it and everything. I've seen it. Okay. So I think the audience for this film friggin' loved it. I hate to tell you, I think it was big pile of crap. But okay. Well, I'm, but I'm, I'm glad like, for the people who love it. That. That's fantastic for them. Well, nine number five's already been mentioned, but it's a little higher in my list because I think I tuned it out after about five minutes after starting it. I'm like, this is awful. It's Expendables 4. I can't even okay. remember who's in it. It was just dumb. Yes. I remember going, this just looks bad. Mm-hmm. I remember looking terrible. I can't remember who was in it. And Jason Statham might have been in it. Yeah, Statham was the lead. Uh Spoilers, uh, Andy Garcia was the secret bad guy. Who cares? I can't remember anything about this. Literally, I put it on and went, that was bad. That's all I can tell you. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. How long ago I saw it? Terrible. <laughs> I, crap. I wish I could tell you more, guys. I really have just forgotten it. And no, I'm not putting it on for the show to rewatch it and give you some reasons why I hated it. Other uh, just boring. <laughs> just another boring film. Yes. I, I will agree with you on that. And I think 12-year-old me might agree with me for a change. Yeah. I, I, I think 12-year-old you probably would have liked the other Expendables better. Oh, would have loved them. Yes. Because 12, 12-year-old 12 me would have loved that Cynthia Rothrock one, which I saw the female one, too, because Cynthia Rothrock's in it. I didn't know that came out. It yeah. I, I do like. It's Cynthia not Rothrock. called Expendables. It's like a knockoff, but Cynthia Rothrock okay. plays this lone character. Okay, I'm going to have to track that down. I do love me some Cynthia Rothrock. So do I. I've been watching her since her first film. Nice. All right. Um, I, I will say my number four now. It is uh, an ode to uh, our dearly missed Kevin. Uh, the hat he was wearing for our best of. Our, my Flash. number four is Flash. Yes. Uh, oh, come on. Flash wasn't this bad, Doug. Yes, it was. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> and Batman was in it. Every Batman scene was good. Okay, but you also had two Ezra Millers, and one of those oh. two Ezra Millers had that annoying giggle that he did. And on top of that, the CGI was atrocious. And on top of that, 
you actually had a scene where Ezra Miller, the man, you know, investigated for crimes against children, was doing things with babies, throwing a baby in a microwave. I, I don't know. It just it, – it was not good. I, I, I will defend Michael Keaton and, and his brief scenes. Nothing else about this movie is defendable. Hold on. I think the end joke is great. I will defend the end scene. You mean not not the one with Momoa, the one with uh, the the other one? Huh, the, the other one with the, the Batmobile in it. The Batmobile okay. in it scene. I will defend okay. that till I go because that made me laugh. Okay. I don't. I just liked it. Sorry, I'm not giving you flash. It's fine. You can keep it. I'll give it to you. Thank you. I want it back. My number four has stopped me ever from watching a film with these characters again. Too many remakes of this book, this film. I did not enjoy the first time I thought it was okay. Disney did the best version. I never want to see another one again because they're all bad. Peter Pan and Wendy destroyed me. Okay. Oh, my God. Cap Peter Pan and Captain Hook are brothers? Really? Oh, my God, Doug. I can't do any more Peter Pan movies. I'm done. I, Never I again. I that one. Oh, I friggin' hated this. I was like, boring. I thought it was shot, looked like shot in somebody's swamp in the backyard. Dark and green everywhere. Did not like it at all. Okay. I, I, thought, I, I thought some of it looked good, I got to say. I said I will never watch another Peter Pan movie again. This destroyed okay. me. This is my last one. No more Peter Pan for me. And I say that now. They've released one this year. Of course, I'm going to watch it. What yeah. Peter Pan needs is a new villain. Something new to do. Okay. Without Hook. Something. I don't care if he becomes Indiana <laughs> Jones. I'm in for it. Okay. Like, he's got to do something else. Um, it's like Transformer movies and Megatron, something else. Well, the past few Transformers movies I don't think had Megatron in them. They did, and they still sucked. But at least they attempted okay. to give me not Megatron. It's like G.I. Okay. Joe does not need to fight Cobra every episode. Yes, but they, they do. do. That That's G.I. Joe, though. That Who else are they going to fight? Another they terrorist organization? They, they have to fight so. Cobra. <laughs> They're not going to go after ISIS. Maybe they should. <laughs> um, I we're in the top three now, uh, and I th I think my number three will surprise a lot of people because I think a lot of people love this movie. I'm going with Infinity Pool. I saw this back Ooh. in January of 2023, wow. and it's still on my list. Yes, really. Yeah, I I think that movie was not as deep as it thought it was. Oh, I agree uh, with the you on that whole, one. The whole uh, gist of, you know, if you're rich, you could just get away with it. Yeah, I've seen that in plenty of other movies. There was nothing particularly uh, new in the story for this one. I, I just, I really did not like Infinity Pool. I am shocked. I really liked Infinity Pool. Okay, I... Yeah, like I said, I know a lot of people did. I it just did not work for me. Well, I am absolutely shocked. 
at this major list. Well, my number three should be should, no surprise for you as a guy who I think is a wonderful actor. I really do. He had two movies out this year, and I hated, didn't really like either of them. One I really hated, though. 65, starring Adam Driver. Ooh, okay. Oh, my God, Doug. Absolutely painful. Watching I haven't seen him, this nothing, one yet. Nothing happens. He walks around fighting dinosaurs. I'm like, I played this game on my computer. It's like resistance with dinosaurs. I don't care. Nothing of interest happens. He takes a little bit of aliens out, aliens out of it. I'm like, I don't care. This movie stinks. All right. Bombed in theaters, bombed everywhere, should never have been made. Adam Driver was this close to winning the award this year. Because I okay. didn't love Ferrari either, but I'm not a Michael Mann fan, and I'm very honest okay. about that. I haven't seen Ferrari yet. I've seen Ferrari. It's not, again, I don't love it, but I don't love Heat either. Well, that, that, that's I'm sure I'm going to get some hate mail for it. I'm not a Michael <laughs> Mann fan. I hated Backlight, Back something, Black something. Black Hat? Black Hat, I think, made my top ten list of worst movies, too. So me and Michael okay. Mann, I just don't get him. There's a no tour I don't get. Okay. All right. Uh, my number two was almost my number one. I changed it at the last minute, uh, switched it out. My number two is Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania. Wow. <laughs> Just a mess of CGI and say what you want about Jonathan Majors now. You know, he's been convicted and whatnot. There is no way in hell I believe that Paul Rudd could defeat Jonathan Majors in a fist fight. I'm in agreement with you. There's no way he could. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that that whole franchise needs to be reworked, but I think they have a great option in... Oh, my God, I've forgotten his name, but somebody I saw recently, it'll come back to me eventually. Maybe not today, though. My number two film has had three volumes. First one is wonderful. Number two is a flaming pile of crap. Three is should be a made-for-TV movie. It should never have been shown in any theater ever. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. Oh, wow. I forgot that existed. Oh, my God, Doug. It's, 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 the acting is like community theater acting. I'm like, where did you find these people? Like, who wrote this script? Like, I feel like I was at some community theater, something I paid like 15 bucks for, and my kid was in it. I had to watch it. Wow. And all I wanted to do was leave. <laughs> and it just kept going and going. I'm like, Nina Verdellos, you stay, please stop. You made one good film. That's fine. Stop making anything. Tina and Carla, terrible. Big Fat Creek Wedding 2, terrible. Anything else you've probably been in that I haven't seen? Terrible. There's a reason why you don't work. Your films stink. You had one big film, fantastic, you made a billion dollars or whatever, great on you. She obviously needed some cash or somebody was going to give her a free trip to Greece because that's the only way this film got made because she got a free trip to Greece. All right. A whole cast gets to go to Greece. No wonder they made it. That's the only reason this film was ever made. Free trip for everyone. On the crew. Okay, we'll do it. Okay. No reason. My number two, this close to number one. And I mean right. this close. The free trips, 
almost made the Michael Caine Award, the whole group, and somebody beat them. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number one, and I'm sorry to say this, uh, Chris Evans, but you were the Ghosted? lead. Ghosted, yes. I I despised this movie. It was. I know not- you hated it more than I did. I actually kind of <laughs> liked parts of it. I love it. it. It was not funny for a romantic comedy, and it didn't have a lot of very good action for an action movie. It was just bad. And I loved the two leads. I, I love Chris Evans and uh, I'm blanking on her name. Anna but- de Armos. Yes, Anna de Armas. She's going to be in the ballerina coming out this year. I can't, can't wait, wait for that. Uh, but yeah, this was a bad movie. It It, sh- it should not be streamed anywhere okay my number one film i've only watched it my daughter went on a date to see it oh and she, i asked her about it and she said it was strange as hell so i had to go see it is winnie the pooh blood and honey okay. what a lot of crap i have no clue could even tell you what goes on in the movie nobody talks this ugly Winnie the Pooh mask guy comes around. It could be a woman, could be an ant. I don't know what it was. Killing people. I don't know why. I have no clue where. It looked like it was shot in my garage with the lights turned out most of the time. Okay. One of the darkest films I've ever seen makes literally, I, I couldn't even tell you what happens. Just a bunch of people die. There's no plot. Just Winnie the Pooh walking around killing people. We'll get ready for some uh, Steamboat Willie horror films. Well, I hope so. I'm looking forward to that. But there is a Winnie the Pooh 2 coming out this month, so I can't wait. We'll see this too. But I'm told it's much better. I'm told they fixed the costumes or lighting it a little bit better. So we'll see. We'll see if Winnie the Pooh 2 makes my list. (laughs) Now, before we go, every year I started this award after listening to Michael Caine discuss Jaws 4 saying he's never seen the movie, but the house it bought is fabulous. So I decided I would give out an award every year called the Michael Caine Award for an actor, I believe, that did it for the money only. Okay. This year's winner of the Michael Caine Award is Liam Neeson. Marlo, what the hell is that piece of crap? That almost made my top ten list. Sorry, Liam. And I saw Retribution. You did these films for the money. There was no acting ability from you. You didn't attempt to act. You did Liam Neeson taken twice in a row. Liam Neeson, you're in your 80s, aren't you? Late 70s. Marlo, really? Who are you trying to punch out? Really? (laughs) Woo, there he goes. He fell over. Somebody get that man. I'm watching him drive around a car talking the phone. You know why he did that film? Because he didn't have to do any acting. He just sits on his ass and talks on his phone. Marlo, he walks around talking to people. You're not an action star anymore, Liam. It's time to pack it in. (laughs) <laughs> You're done, Liam. Sorry. I love you dearly. Dark man. Great. It's over. Yeah. And the cast of my big Greek frat Greek wedding, you're number two on that list. You're this close to winning the award because you took her for a free trip to Greece to make that crappy film I had to watch for an hour and a half. Absolute <laughs> garbage. This close. Should be a tie as far as I'm concerned. But Liam Neeson made Marlowe and didn't get a free trip to Greece, so he couldn't win. Okay. Garbage. My fat Greek Greek wedding, complete utter garbage. You know what? Screw this. My big fat Greek wedding wins the award. Cause I really hate that film. <laughs> Should have been my number one pick, but Winnie the Pooh was so bad I couldn't put it on. 
Screw this. Liam Neeson, you're number two on the list. Big Fat Greek Wedding wins the Michael Caine Award for their free trip to Greece and their crappy movie. That's it. They make it. We review it. We're out of here. Woo.